First news with Keeler in the morning on WIBX and WIBX950.com. Let's go to Dr. Kent Hall standing by. If you have a question of Dr. Hall, 315-736-0186. Dr. Hall, of course, is the chief physician executive at MVHS. Doc, let's start with your numbers. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing this morning? Good. Uh, this weather, it is, uh, we're, we're being spoiled terribly right now. We are, and you know, I always say March is a little bit of a tease, so mm-hmm. you've got to be prepared for the other side, right? Yeah, I was going to go back and look. There was about, I don't know, 10 years ago where we had this stretch where temperatures were in the 70s and sunny. It was like almost a week of beautiful weather, and then it went back to winter-like. But I'm, I'm wondering, during that year, did it go back to hard winter, or was it just cooler and miserable? I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to look that up today. I wonder if it's any tip as to what we can be expecting after we see 75 on thursday so i will tell you that was 2012 okay and, uh, i remember that because it was the first spring when i lived up in plattsburgh and i said wow this is really interesting yeah. plattsburgh yeah. and it's like 75 to 80 degrees in march yeah but then uh, late march and april it was back down into the 40s so uh yeah it almost seems like it takes forever to get out of the 40s once it goes back down there so yeah. well let's hope we don't have that but i'm sure we will okay i'm glad COVID adjusted by the way this year south carolina comes to utica it's instead of utica very going good down south carolina uh let's start with your numbers doc yeah so as of yesterday we had 26 COVID positive patients so still hovering in that middle 20s mm-hmm. range um, I've been reading online uh, and looking at the statistics across the country, and uh, positive cases have ticked up across the country. Positive cases have ticked up about five percent over the last week. Um, you know, that, I don't know that that's related to what we were talking about yesterday with with uh, spring break, but uh, it doesn't. You know, it doesn't bode well. We need to make sure that we're doing what we need to do. I, I will tell you that uh, my experience with um, uh, I had. Taking a weekend trip to New York City um, two weeks ago, and I have to tell you, everyone that was out in a restaurant and a in a public setting, everyone was younger, and uh, like we were always the oldest people there. It seemed so. I, I kind of feel like, and and this is interesting because if you look at the numbers, at least here in Oneida County, the average age of COVID positive right now is somewhere in the uh, like 37 38 years old. Yeah, and I and I think your observation of New York City is is really spot on in terms of, you know, who is who's getting out there. Yeah. Uh probably possibly because they just feel more comfortable, uh possibly because they're more mobile to begin with. Um it's hard to know exactly why um without really doing a deep dive on it, but uh, but what I would say is, you know, even though we're going out, and, and I'm all for people, you know, being together and being social, but doing it in a smart way. You know, we, we need to maintain, um, you know, our, our social distancing and, you know, things like that. Obviously, as long as if everybody in your, in your bubble, your extended bubble has been vaccinated and, and or recently had, had COVID and uh, recovered from it, you know, when you want to get together uh, potentially without masks, then I, I personally think that that's okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, you need to be careful. And when you're out and about, you know, you don't know what the status is of other people around you. Um, and so it's always better to be safe than to end up, uh, you know, uh, being being the target either 
inadvertently giving it to somebody because, again, remember, even with the vaccines, we don't know that people that have gotten vaccinated um, can't harbor a little bit of the virus within right. their nasal cavities and can't be spreaders, even though they're probably less spreaders than if they didn't have the uh, vaccine. Yeah. Uh, yet to be determined. Uh, listener questions uh, this morning. I want to start with Jean, who's on the line in New Hartford. Hi, Jean. You're on with Dr. Hall. Uh, thank you. Uh, good morning, doctor. Um, my family, uh, we've all had the vaccine, and we have some friends that have had the virus, and they feel that they don't need to have the vaccine. Now, should we be concerned when we're with, you know, with them um you know, if they come to my home or if we were out having dinner with them. Should should my family or should myself, should we be concerned um, because these people um, haven't had the vaccine? Okay. Yeah, so, so good question. So what I would say is that if they've been sick within the last 90 days, then they are certainly going to have uh, native um, immunity, and so that should not be a problem. The fact that you and your family have had the vaccine uh, means that you, you are protected, and so you certainly should not be afraid for yourselves. Um, you know, I would still strongly encourage your, your friends to get the vaccine because even if you've had the native disease, the amount of, um, of immunity that is conveyed is, uh, is not consistent with the, with the, neg- with the uh, native disease as with the vaccine it is. And so you can actually get uh, more uh, consistent protection with the uh, vaccine. All right. Well, thank thank you very much for taking the time. All right, Jane. Thanks so much. Uh, Manaski has uh, one from the app. Uh, Ken wants to know, three weeks ago, I got my first Moderna vaccine. About two weeks ago, I started to notice leg, uh, my legs feel weak. I get joint pain in my legs and feet nightly. I went to my primary. They said they haven't heard of such a side effect. Uh, Has Dr. Hall heard of this? And would he advise me to get my second shot next week? So let me take the second one first. The answer is yes. Uh, I would certainly advise you to complete it. Um, I have not uh, heard or read anything about those prolonged um, uh, muscle or joint aches. I do know that they can occur immediately after, but I haven't heard of, and they usually are self-limited. They usually go away in about three to five days. Yep. I haven't heard of anything that extends for an, uh, for a longer period of time. I think you going to your primary care doctor was exactly the right thing to do to make sure that there's nothing else going on. Um, and what I would say is that, you know, it's something that you should be aware of, but it should not in and of itself uh, keep you from getting the second. Right. Uh, we're going to leave the, lose the TV uh, audience here right now, but I want to keep it going. Dolores is on in Oneana, and, uh, of course, watching on TV down there, Dolores Thanks. Good, mo- Good Thanks morning, for Dr. Hall. Tuning in, and Dr. Hall, you're on with them right now. All right, thank you. Good morning, Dr. Hall. I have a question regarding uh, taking medication before vaccination. Uh, several of many of my friends have had terrific headaches after their second uh, Moderna vaccination, and I'm wondering if taking Tylenol, not aspirin, before the vaccination is wise. I'm going to have have you stay on the line because uh, we've switched off on the TV. Doc, I'll let you take that. Yeah. So, uh, so what I what I recommend, which is not 
always, which is not consistent with all of the uh, advice out there. But what I rec recommend is that for the second uh, dose of the vaccine, uh, you can take a Tylenol before you get the 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 uh, the uh, vaccine. I do not recommend that for the first dose, but I do recommend it for the second dose uh, because it has not been shown that there is any uh, change in the immune response uh, from the from a, a second dose of of a, a vaccine. Um, certainly, if you want want to be ultra uh, uh, conservative, then you can wait until about a half an hour or so after you get the vaccine and take it then. All Is right. there any milligram that's recommended? Uh, usually what I, what I recommend is between 500 and 650 milligrams, depending upon uh, how frequently you're, you're taking it. You should not take uh, more than four grams of Tylenol uh, in a 24-hour period. Okay, thank you very much. All I right, appreciate Dolores. that answer. Thank you so much. Uh, that is Dolores and Oneana. Uh, Doc, we appreciate it. We'll do it again tomorrow. Thanks, everybody. Enjoy the warm weather and be safe. You do the same.